Like they were older. They bought houses younger than us. Mm-hmm. They had children younger than us. They had. They did a mm-hmm. lot of things younger. I mean, mine didn't, but yeah. Oh yeah, well, mine did. You know, well, my mother's from Kentucky. My dad's from Tennessee. We, they, they came. My they mother, were teenagers. My mother was born pregnant. Like you know. What I mean? <laughs> Um, you want to say hello? <laughs> <laughs> hello, hello, everyone. What's up, people? I, I like that. Do you want to say hello? No, I don't. You say hello. <laughs> no, you... Fuck them. I don't want to say hello. <laughs> hello, everybody. Uh, Thank you for joining us today for absolutely. drinks with my wife. Absolutely. That's Ab- me. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like this, you're going in reverse. <laughs> I know. I know. I know. We've had a drink. We've Everybody. already had a drink. I'm sorry. Sometimes I, you got to hit the ground running. Well, here's the thing. I, you know, our whole thing is about drinking during the podcast and hoping that everyone joins us for a cocktail because there's nothing better than having drinks with your friends. Mm-hmm. Um, but um, yeah, we we've already started. We're so, to start without you, so man. You're running late. Listen, I'm just going to give a a blanket apology right now because we've already had one. Um, nice. But I have to say this this drink right now is better than the previous one. Which, which Thanks. What you got? A mezcal margarita. You know, you made it. I know. I was saying thanks because I made the other one too. I like when you give live reviews. No, uh, th- it, it was good. It's just it was. Uh, well, it doesn't, it doesn't matter. matter. It doesn't matter. Yeah. So we're having mezcal margaritas. What mezcal did you use, by the Quanto way? Cuanto centro do oh conejos. My man, my Spanish. You would think my Spanish would be better at this point, but no. That uh, four hundred rabbits. That's what it translates to. Is four hundred rabbits. Yeah. Um. I don't. Even, it is not even available in the U.S. Yeah, it is. What are you talking about? We've had it in the U.S. It's it? incredibly expensive in the U.S., right. but we've had it in well, the Well, there's US. motivation to move to Mexico if you need it. Anyway, anyway. I have got uh, a thought, a topic. Let's hear it. You usually do. I know. I, you have, know, I think I about this stuff during the week. I have in a while, but you usually have a good topic. Okay, so you know how it goes. I'm going to ask a question, and you can jump right in. Well, I'm going to explain it, then you can jump right in. Why aren't we as old as our parents? <laughs> okay, hold on. Because that, my mother's almost forty years older than me, I don't even understand. That, that what that I said it out loud. It's like I'm not okay. I'm not drunk. <laughs> All right, no, seriously. Think what I mean is when um, my mother recently mailed me some photos of you know her and my father. My parents divorced when I was very young, and so she sent me some photos. To just you know, you, that's what your parents do as they get old. They start going, you know, I'm gonna be dead soon. I might as well send some of these photos to somebody. Let me start dispersing uh, shit. I know they don't send money. They just send fucking photos but but um but my mother sent these photos and i looked at my father and this photo in this of my father he was 34 years old in that photo he's handsome him and my mother but man that motherfucker look old so and so i feel like sometimes when you look back on uh photos of people from just a generation ago or even if especially if you go back like two and three generations you go Holy shit, they were only 45, 50 years old, yet they look old as hell. I see what you're saying. I see what so you're saying. So why don't, do we, are we in denial? Do I look older than I am? I think am? we'd have to ask our kids that question. I'm not asking them shit. I don't, I don't need a smart ass comment. Might, this is like I a legitimate say, question. They might, they might go, oh no, you look no, fucking you look old. old. You look old. But you know, it's an interesting thing because I agree with you. I forgot what we were watching the other day. We were watching something, a movie, an older, an old movie. Mm-hmm. And um, I think at some point you might have said, can you believe 
Abe Vigoda was only 40. No, not yeah, Abe it, Vigoda, was, it, it was somebody, but though. It was somebody where you were like, can you believe that person was only 45 years old right there? And I was like, oh, my God, they look about 20 years older than that. They do. And you're right. There is something to, I would say, our previous generation that I've, I do feel like they were older on a lot of levels. On on a lot of levels, not not just how they looked and how they dressed, um, how they dressed, what they listened to. Uh, yes, exactly. And I and I've thought about this before, and I'm sure we've had conversations about it before this moment too. Where I do wonder why that is. Like I've often I can remember as a kid, you know, with my parents going visiting friends it was always on a sunday right you'd take the sunday afternoon and, <laughs> and uh you'd go you you live such the idyllic italian american <laughs> fantasy I did. I did you're right everyone get into the pontiac it was amazing <laughs> yeah it was a chevy nova but yeah i get what you're saying but uh <laughs> um and i can remember you know being in the car or we would go you know my sister w- went to school uh in pennsylvania and you know if we would drive down to see her and in the car my parents would be listening to like fucking Perry Como <laughs> and uh who is the orchestra leader the the orchestra leader the guy Lawrence Well the guy in the suits that's what I said to do in the yeah, light, the in the, the light like, blue suits like the like Tony Bennett okay and he's revitalized himself but we'll we'll pretend he you know this was back in the day when he was just a young man and popular like they would be listening to this music and of course I hated it Right, because I grew up in a, a time of you know rock and roll. Yeah, you want to like listen that. to Madonna, you and I wanted to, to listen to, to modern music. Yeah. I didn't want to listen to fucking Perry Como and Tony Bennett and you know anybody else that they were interested in. And it felt like, you know, later on I thought about this how like my my parents. It's almost like they stopped listening to music when they were nineteen years old. Because that's the music that they continued to listen to throughout their lives, throughout Mm -hmm. their lives. And, and we've not done that. Do you think, is is that an impactful thing though? I mean, is it just music or? No, that's what I'm saying. I'm, I'm, I'm staying on the music train right now just to kind of finish this thought, but no, you're right. It's many other things, but, but music is an example right as one example of how i feel like my parents were older Mm. at that moment in time when quite frankly they were maybe 45 right then i was at 45 like when i was 45 years old i had a you know i had a son a teenage son and he loved eminem well guess what so did I. <laughs> and that's the difference. Right, like right. they didn't love the Madonnas or the people that I loved in the way that when I was became their age and I had a teenage child that I also enjoyed that same music that my son enjoyed. I wonder what that I, I wonder what it is about. I think music does probably play a big part or just access to popular culture, because you think about it when we were growing up, everything was aimed towards old people. It just all all your news, all your shows. That's why a show like and you know I catch shit for this, but please go back and check the first three seasons of Friends. Like it was fucking like revolutionary mm-hmm. in the fact that it was all of a sudden it was about young people moving to a city, 
and uh, developing this group of friends. And for a person who did that, like I, I got that. Like this mm-hmm. is this is my nuclear family. This is mm-hmm. how I spend my Thanksgivings. I don't always drive back to Evansville. Mm-hmm. I actually very rarely used to go back to Evansville. But when you think about the shows that we were watching growing up, there was shit like Alice. Woman gets divorced, moved to a town one day was, at a time. It you was know, older people. It was older people. And those were the show and those those shows were aimed at. So I wonder how much that has influenced our age our aging, for lack of a better thing. Cause I don't know. I just look at those photos of like my father, because you mentioned music. Like my father could dress, but then there became a point where he stopped being stylish and started being like, damn, that's comfortable. <laughs> <laughs> Exactly. Like, fuck it. I'm like, wearing sweats. Exactly. Or, you know, the other thing, like, he, he he hung on to ties forever, which, you know, probably is a trait I took from him. I still own a million bow ties, and I can't tell you the middle t- last time I put one on. But even his ties, like, they were wide at the bottom and shit. There was, there was like, a lot of uh, double stitch and polyester. Like, at some point in time, they decided, and it wasn't a conscious decision, they stopped evolving in terms of how they dressed and how they looked and, and, and all that's what all I'm trying to figure out. Like you made an excellent point. Like they were older. They bought houses younger than us. Mm-hmm. They had children younger than us. They had, they did a mm-hmm. lot of things younger. I mean, mine didn't, but yeah. Oh yeah. Well, mine did. You know, well, my mother's from Kentucky. My dad's from Tennessee. We, they, they came. My they mother, were teenagers. my mother was born pregnant. Like, you know, <laughs> <laughs> so, so you're going to hell, man. But, I'm already going to hell. But the thing is like, that just solidified there, it. There, there are the, there is this thing where it's like, I felt like there was a, at some point in time, they stopped evolving. You I, know, have, in, I have I have two theories of, actually, or, oh. or two two thoughts. I have two thoughts. Thoughts or theories? Give them to me because I'm curious. Like, why aren't we as old as our parents? Because I look, I, I I remember when my dad turned my age, he felt like an old man. Mm-hmm. Whereas now I'm like, but should I ain't that old? You know? God, what I mean? no. no, I don't know. And it's that whole thing, you know that that phrase, you know, like. What's that phrase? Like, you know, know, 50 is the new 40 and stuff like that. People well, say can, that stuff, right? They, they keep but changing they, the goalposts. They do, but they say it because it's it's what we're talking about right now. This idea that a 50-year-old person back in 1980 is not the same as a 50-year-old person today. Oh, God, no. It just isn't. And I have two theories about this. Let's hear it. Number, number one is technology. Okay. And number two is this... Um, let's see, focus, maybe focus. I'm not sure that's the right word, but focus on health and youth. Oh, I de- okay. So, cause my, I gotta be honest with you. My parents didn't exercise. They oh. didn't go to the gym. They're, they're, they're um, <laughs> and your mother somehow <laughs> I, seriously healthier than us. <laughs> At 80 years old, she started doing fucking yoga and water seriously. aerobics and Tai Chi and all this other shit. And that's the absolute truth. She's an just a an amazing human being. But but we we were we grew up in a time where technology advanced at a rate that it had never done before. Hmm. And there was this focus on health and fitness and in exercise a, in a way yeah. that there had never been before. And I do believe those are two contributing factors, quite mm-hmm. frankly. You know, again, my parents didn't go to the gym. My mom, I can remember, 
you know, her and her friends would walk around the neighborhood. Mm -hmm. But that was a social event. Right. That wasn't about exercise. That was a social event. It was about gathering together with your friends in the neighborhood, strolling around the neighborhood, you know, around the neighborhood to be spending some time together. Well, my mother did the uh, the mall walkers. My mom did that too. <laughs> Which, well, because they grew up in cold locations. Yeah, and so you exactly. had to find a place so they during would the go out time. and they'd be walking around the mall. But you're right, though. I don't, you know, uh, it, it was never, I think about me and my brothers and on our, in all varying levels, we exercise. And the thing about it is, my father never exercised. My, mm-hmm. You know, my dad was never like, I'm going to go do this. And my dad was a, uh, actually, despite all, a lot of other deficiencies, was a fantastic natural athlete. So it was one of those things was like, but he never was like, yo, I'm going for a run or I'm going to ride my bike or things like that. Like it, it, so I wonder, I wonder how much that had, what you're saying has impacted us because it, it's, it's not just the physical. It's also the, uh, or, you know, it's not just our physical thing. It's also how we dress and the things we listen to, like, or, or trying to constantly evolve. Like I never, I don't even know what constitutes an old person now. It's weird when someone of a certain age, like let's say someone 70 something dies, you're like, oh shit, they were so young. Mm-hmm. But that is the expectation. You start going, all right, I don't know that I'm going to live to be a hundred, but damn, 70? Mm-hmm. Like that, you know what I mean? So mm-hmm. I just don't know. And uh, and also the Maybe idea- because we're not that far from it. <laughs> <laughs> we're closer to that exactly, than anything else, quite exactly. frankly. <laughs> like like my boy, uh, Carlos, like Carlos told me, he's like, when I turned 40, he was like, he, go, he said, uh, he said, welcome to midlife. You might have already passed it. We don't know yet, but <laughs> welcome to real life. <laughs> like, thanks, funny. thanks, dude. Appreciate it. You know, it's interesting. I just had another another thought, another theory, actually, which is for why uh, I think I, I do believe starting with our generation, uh, we we look younger and act younger and think younger than our parents is because um, our parents were also. I don't know how to say this. Um, let me use a word and then then explain it. Oh, I like that. It our, sounds offensive. Uh, yeah, no, it's not at our at all. Our parents um, were laborers, and here's what I mean by that. They they, my father dug a garden. We fucking hire gardeners. My father fished. We go to the fish market. Yeah, I'm not fishing. My right, like he dug he dug uh, he built shit. You know what I mean? And we hire people to do it. And our generation is the generation who won. We became educated. Right? We we went to college and got college degrees. And then that led to corporate. And I do that in air quotes. Corporate life. White meaning, collar. White collar work. Yeah, yeah. Yes. Yes. Exactly. Exactly. And so this has created uh, an ease mm. to things and a life of leisure to things. It doesn't mean that everything was easy by any stretch of the imagination, but those hardships were different than they were for our parents. And so I wonder if that contributed to age as well. Looking older than you were. My parents grew up in war. Mm-hmm. Um, your parents grew up in depression. Wars. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And, in war. And yeah. war as well. Yeah. And that 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 creates an age to your to your being. We grew up in a world where you know, we, we drive to, to work and we work in an office and yes, we have complaints about those things, but, but there's not a hardship to that life in the way that they had a hardship. That's, you know, you make an issue. I mean, or I think it's interesting. Like when you think about historically, when you think about 
Think about the first 30 years of your life, or and I imagine most of our listeners. The first 30 years of our life, what did we were dealing with? Uh, I guess there was the um, Nixon got Nixon got impeached. I, uh, re- I resigned. But did uh, we pay any attention to that? Yeah, we were. Uh, yeah, I was, <laughs> I was barely walking. And it didn't impact. But us yeah, it, we but kids. I was thinking about the big things, like the biggest controversies were like Iran Contra and the Challenger thing. For it, me, it was when it, Madonna and Sean Penn got divorced. <laughs> we, didn't, we didn't all grow up in Connecticut. <laughs> <laughs> for the rest of us, in, in for the working class environment, like for the rest of us, it was like there was these big things. The biggest thing wasn't until September 11th, quite honestly yeah but when you think about when i think about the first 30 years of like my mother and father's life yeah father was born towards the end of world war ii where you know actually right afterwards then my mother or yeah just after it my mother was born during korea uh, during the korean mm-hmm. war and then not only deal with that they dealt with vietnam they watched three civil rights they four quite honestly because the fourth one's always forgotten martin luther king robert kennedy john f kennedy and the fourth is matt gravers they witnessed these mm-hmm. people. They were part of this movement. And they watched these people get shot, mm-hmm. you know, get killed. And so to live, and then they had to go through fucking Nixon. You know what I mean? So you think about what they endured. It's like, I love Fight Club, the, mo- the book and the movie. Although the movie's better. I don't feel the need to read the book. Um, but the thing about it is, like, you know, he has a line in there where he goes, uh, Chuck Plotnick, where he goes, we have no wars. You know, we're the middle children. Uh, we're the middle children. You know what I mean? Because it's like every the people before us felt like they had a lot more than we've had. You know what I mean? So well, I, I wonder. I think about like the, our first thirty years. How much did it impacted their lives? Like they probably were aging yeah. at a, such a faster rate. Yeah, I think that's we're what watching MTV and shit. Yeah, yeah, and and it's interesting as you were saying that I was thinking to myself, will twenty twenty ages? Oh. Yeah, I hadn't thought about that shit. Right? Like, will 2020 age us because of COVID, because of Black Lives Matter, because of unemployment and and Trump? And, like, will that that age us? And I I don't know. That's more rhetorical than anything else. But you talked about war and and the things... You talked about people being shot and look at the death that we saw Mm -hmm. in in 2020 between COVID and Black Lives Matter. People, and we know family members of friends who've lost people. It just ages you. And and so I wonder... but, But where we started was more... Felt a little bit more like how we look and how we react Mm. versus being impacted by things. Right. I think, I think you're right. I think those things impacted our, our parents and that might've aged them. But I think when I think of our generation and, and probably the generations after us, it's also about a behavior and a thought process and how we, look at look at things in a way that aren't for lack of a better word old fashioned now our kids might challenge that and say say you are but here's here's where i would counter it i would say even when my son or daughter comes to me with a thought that is foreign to me because of their age and their generation here's the difference i listen to it Mm -hmm. 
I have a level of understanding for it. Doesn't mean I agree with it, but I have a level of understanding for it that my parents never had. Yeah, there there were hard rules. Yeah, and, and there and there was uh, there was also hard lines. So I wonder what you're talking. I guess what where we have found our place is adaptability. Like there 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 is something. I do uh, think that's a part of it our, for our, sure. Our, uh, our parents were not adaptable. Uh, you know, I can't speak for your parents, but I, I, we've spoke, we've spoke enough about this type of topic before. Like my, my, my parents were not adaptable. Mm. So even the things that there was never an expectation that, oh no, this is how that generation does it. Doesn't mean I'm going to allow them. It just means I'm going to, for us, we'll go with our kids. Well, let me see what this is. Mm-hmm. Let me get some type yeah. of understanding. Yeah, for sure. Whereas anything that our parents in previous generations didn't understand, they it, it it was or it was from a different generation. It was so often wrong. You know, that's a good point because I think about like, and I know this happens with you a lot. Uh, and Ella, like, she'll send you music to listen to. Oh yeah, we do. And you, yeah, and you'll listen to it, and you'll be like, oh okay, not for me, but I get why that's appealing. Right. As opposed to our parents were like, what are you listening oh my God. to? That well, is garbage. My mother, anyone who actually knows me, knew me growing up, knows I come from a strong Christian family. I never what forget. Happened, babe? I know. Well, what I went, happened? I grew up in a strong Christian household. <laughs> Nothing ruins Christianity like growing up with Christians. <laughs> so, but oh my God! But I never forget. I, me and my, uh, me and my boy had been coming from football practice. I was a. Uh, it was in high school. I think it was my freshman year. But we come home, and I had just bought the digital underground uh, sex packets cassette. There, I'm aging myself. Cassette. <laughs> So that wasn't home. that long ago, by we, the way. We, cassette. we hit it out. <laughs> you wouldn't think, but yeah, count the years. But we went out. So then we went, um, we went somewhere. And then when we came back, my mother had opened the cassette and unfolded all the pictures. And if you own that, you remember it was called Sex Packets, which basically was about a music, a song about a hallucinogenic where you give someone, they get to fantasize about sex and all this other stuff. My mother had opened the cassette in liner and left it folded open because she not only went in my shit, <laughs> she wanted me to know she went in my shit. And I was like, man, fuck. Well, I didn't, I didn't respond because I'm like, you know, to this day, I'm like, if you, if anyone's got something to say, you got to say it. Like, I'm not, yeah. I'm not going to walk up and say, Hey mama, did you see that tape? I bought like, Nope, Nope. She's going to have to bring that shit up. Yeah. And sure enough, she did. She was like, what in the world? So imagine trying to explain to your mother what a, uh, a sex packet is a, a hallucinogenic where you get to fantasize about sex but i i worked through it but she was like she was so disgusted and i was like my mom I, I don't even know if that's a real thing yeah but it was just one of those things where it wasn't one of those things where i remember uh ella had had this song oh my gosh i can't remember what the, the song was uh, about a boy by ciara mm-hmm. whenever she had played it for us and we were like i was like oh it's okay and you were like did you hear the first line of that song you know you know pull you know pull up your pants and this, the, the first lines were like fucking explicit for us but we didn't freak it was just like all right that's what kids are listening to but keeping an eye yeah i think that reaction was more about just her age listening yeah, she was to it than, young, than yeah. anything else but yeah but you're right like but, even but in that freaked. it was like yeah even what? in you that moment it was like but i remember that you know going back to uh to cole and um and eminem quite frankly because mm-hmm. he l- really liked eminem you know at a young age and i remember 
especially when Eminem first came out, like there was just this uproar over him and, and his language and the, the way that it was explicit. And, and I remember thinking to myself, you know what? And maybe herein also lies the difference, right? In that moment, I was like, no, I'm going to allow him to listen to this in a way that my parents would never have allowed me to listen to it. But instead, what I'm going to do is actually have a conversation with him that explains to him why just because you enjoy this music, this is an adult who is speaking right and you don't get exactly to speak this way because exactly. you are a child i understand liking it because guess what i do too right but you don't get to speak this way or behave in a certain mm-hmm. way because you like that type of music um this brings about uh, a new thing not a new thing a new t- a new part of this equation but i'm gonna save it okay for because i think we should take a break i need another drink Oh my gosh, somebody's got a problem. Let's take a break. (laughs) We'll be right back. (laughs) What's up, everyone? This is Terrence, and on behalf of Juan, I want to thank you for supporting the Drinks With My Wife podcast. But we need a favor. I know it's a trip. One minute it's like, thank you. Next minute it's like, bam, I need a favor. But that's how we do. Look, we're trying to grow our audience, and we need your help. So if you haven't already, go to Apple Podcasts and leave us a review five stars please or if you know a friend or family member you think might dig drinks with my wife whenever we have a new episode about to drop and we post on facebook or instagram tag them or if you know some people who might be offended tag them too help us get the word out we have some amazing guests coming up and if you're interested in being a guest go to drinkswithmywifepodcast.com or hit us up on facebook or instagram send a personal text get a skywriter whatever we'd love to join you for a drink but if you have a topic you just want discussed and you don't want to be the voice behind it, we'll do that one too. Hit us up. Thanks again for all your love and support. Stay safe in this mad, mad world. Cheers. What's up, people? We are back after yes, uh, a little commercial break and yeah. potty break and get another cocktail. So, but you had potty something. We take a potty word. break. I, I love the word potty. I Potty, pee pee, piss, <laughs> all the p words. Stop, 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 stop. You said you had something that you want to uh, talk about. So, oh, or you so, had another theory or something? Yeah, I, w- I was answer. talking about you know just relaying my own experiences with my my son and you know the idea that he liked Eminem and I told him that 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 was fine, but he needed to recognize that's a, an adult speaking and and thoughts, and it made me think about another way in which I feel like we are more connected to the generation behind us than our parents were with us in that is in communication. Oh yeah. And I don't, I don't know about you or anybody listening to this, but you know, my parents didn't really communicate with me in the way that I, I tried to communicate with my son and I always wanted him to recognize that you know, for me, it was never important for me, for my son to see me as his friend. I was always his parent and that, that I, I created that, uh, relationship dynamic for sure. But I did want him to recognize that I, I wasn't holding on to an ideal of his behavior. 
I wanted him to recognize I understand the real world and why he behaves the way he behaves. Mm. But I also wanted him to know this is why that's appropriate behavior or inappropriate behavior and have that type of conversation in a way that I feel like my parents were always like, do this, do that, do this, do that. And it was more dictated to me rather than having these kind of conversations as to why that was important. But why do you feel like that affected? Do you feel like that affected your aging? Or is that just a continuation of their thought? I think I think there I think there's something related to this idea of our parents felt older at our age today than we do from the because because it's not just about appearance, it's about our frame of mind as well. What? And that we're willing to be thinking about things in a much more modern way than our parents were. Our parents hung on to the ideals that their parents passed on to them. And we are, we certainly value those ideals. And I'm not saying I don't impart those on our children, but I also recognize that I'm willing to make my children aware. Oh, I understand the real world. I understand the modern world. Um, and I'm willing to, and have those conversations in a way that my parents weren't. And I, you know, to your point, you know, about aging, like I do wonder, or about parenting, we have to talk about trying to stay conscious as parents and things like that, uh, being aware of the world that they live in and adaptable. But I wonder, we are also conscious of aging. I don't know that my parents ever thought about it. I agree with that 100%. It's kind of like what I was saying before about the health, yeah. fitness, and all of that. Like, they weren't conscientious of that. It was and like, I'm, you just... But okay, yet those motherfuckers gonna... live, in so often cases, long times. But I am a lot more conscious. I don't know that... And maybe this is why we should bring a family member, an older person on. Because I go, I don't know that they were really thinking about the next phase of their life, like what their life is going to look like at 60 and 70. At some point in time, I think generationally, there may have been a decision made that this is what my life is and this is what my life is going to be. Because along your point to the laborers thing, Mm -hmm. like the one thing that I never wanted was this is going to be my life. I just never, no no matter what it is, I never want to go I'm going to, let's say I was going to college. Like I never wanted to go. I'm going to go to college. I'm going to move home to my hometown, which is fine, but I'm going to move there. And then I'm going to coach little league and I'm going to plot out my life. I really want to see what the world had to Mm -hmm. offer. And so that even those people who grew up in a hometown and they still live there, which I think is awesome. I'm so often jealous of you, uh, of you people who have done that. But I, I think, I don't know that this generation ever looks at, well, I won't say this generation. Let me speak for myself. I have never looked at this is going to be in my life for the rest of my fucking life. I just mm. have never viewed it that way. And so that that re, that re, that requires <clears throat> adaptation. When I moved to New York when I was fresh out of college was different than I moved back to New York when you and I were married. Mm-hmm. Like that person, I didn't go back with the expectation that it was going to be the same place that I had lived for so many years. Like, no, no, no. Yeah, well, it's because changed. we moved there with a different purpose. But that too, but also moved there recognizing that it's a the world is constantly evolving and changing, and I need to adapt to it in order to survive. I can't go back and go, oh no, this is going to be the same thing but that it's br- always been. You bring about something interesting when you talked about just our parents' uh, generation and them almost kind of 
settling into a certain life and saying, okay, this, this is, is good. This is good enough. And I think ours is a generation that potentially doesn't think that way. Mm-hmm. That feels so broad. Cause I think there's plenty of people who think that way who are even our age and our generation. But, but I guess what I'm saying, degrees. yeah, 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 exactly, yeah. exactly, exactly. And, and I think that's interesting and who knows, maybe, I don't know if that contributes to aging or not, but I definitely think it contributes to the lack of progression. And I think that's the key thing that I'm realizing as we're talking is that there was this lack of progression mm-hmm. that took place. And, and, and maybe that contributes to aging and that that generation looked older at 50 than we do. And, and, and maybe, we're the, maybe we're the flip side of that. Maybe we recognize in order. You know, so man, I'm about to dig deep. You mentioned laborers. So the idea that our parents worked, well, my dad worked in a factory and my mother, you know, worked for, ran a rescue mission. And so this was going to be her job till she retired. And then she's going to move to Florida. She pulled that off. And then, uh, you know, now she's just, you know, I'm going to go to church every Sunday and then see what happens at the end. She, hope for the best. Exactly. Hope it all ends exactly, out. In the, in, exactly. Kind of want to miss the rapture and see, or see how it goes. But, but the thing about it is we have never, because our, we didn't work with the expectation that we're going to be somewhere for 40 years and at the end of it we're going to get a gold watch and a chicken dinner and go home and and retire since we have never had that expectation there has created this uh need to adapt and it can be anything it, it just needs to stay fluent uh, fluid like you know i think about my mother when she was changing jobs like she was updating her resume for the first time in 20 something years in this modern world, if you're working in a white collar world and you're not keeping your resume updated, you're you're fucking around because jobs will fire you at you know at any moment. And the last thing you want to do is be in some interview and you don't know the most basic stuff, the most basic modern technology. So I think it's the thing that you were saying about technology and and our adaptation to it. It's also a means of survival. Could you imagine in this world like? Let's think about if Twitter was in 1975 and you went to your mother and you said you were a kid and you go, mom, are you on Twitter? She would be like, what? What? What is that? There's my imitation of my mother-in-law again. She loves it. <laughs> what? What? Like they never would have You're done anything modern. There, there was no adaptation. Whereas for us, there's going to there was some curiosity about what this modern thing is. And because yeah. we wanted to stay up on. It's, what's going on in the world it's the truth i mean my mother still writes checks to pay her bills like <laughs> everyone even does. in this fundamental kind of way there's like this again it goes back to what i said just a moment ago it's a lack of progression that took place on a lot of levels it took place on modernizing their life so that they're using computers mm-hmm. you know and i think a part of that is potentially because when so much of this technology happened, you know, at least for my parents, uh, my mom, you know, she was a much older person. And, and for us, we were young when this was mm-hmm. taking place. And so we're adapting with it and we're growing mm-hmm. with it and we're accepting of it and we're utilizing it and engaging with it. Um, and so I think that really, really kind of contributes. So there's that component of it, right? This idea of adaptability 
there's this idea of what you said too, though, which is expectation, you know, their expectations. And so much of this had to do with the era in which they grew mm -hmm. up. Their expectation was just, let me provide for my that's family. It. Don't, don't let anybody die on your watch. That's, that's, that's it. That was it being a parent. That was it. Just let me provide for my family. And that's all I need to be doing. And, and, and for us, and again, this is solely for us, but we have much greater expectations. Some of that has to do with the fact that we went to college and so we have an expectation mm -hmm. of the type of job we have. Some of it has to do with the fact that we're in that job and we work towards certain things to achieve a bit more. And we, we carry that down to our children as well. Like I, I if you, we, what we carry to our children is if you work hard, you'll achieve this. Our parents were just like, listen, just go to work every day, do a good job have a roof over your head, food on the table, and you'll be fine. And I'm and and we're kind of like, well, hang on a second. What does that house look like? Exactly. What kind of food are we exactly. eating? Exactly. Exactly. And are we driving for pickup? And or or are we haven't. You know what I mean? But and so it's so completely, completely different. And I do think this age thing is not just about appearance. No, it's mental. But it's also really mental. It. it I do, you know. I think you nailed it with I, one of the things the technology. Mm -hmm. might be it and it just there is no it literally the internet i mean not like i'm dropping science here but the internet is the invention of the will like it changes everything 100%. it has changed everything and precipitated so much change so when you think about who our friend our parents circle of friends were or how big their circle was mm -hmm. it was so small mm -hmm. it was the people you know your you know parents are immigrants so you, you know they had the connection to uh italy but there was also everyone who lived in your neighborhood and yeah. i think about when my you know with my parents you know you know without getting into all that those details but it's that thing like their circle of friends individually was people that they grew up with mm -hmm. and those people had not traveled very far mm. whereas for us just the ability to log on and see, you know, we always we often think about how young people are impacted by technology, but we don't think about the way people are our age are. So mm -hmm. I can flip on my phone, I can be on Instagram, and they'll be like, you know, men, you know, it'd be like fit at 40, you know, they're recommended to you. And I look at this dude <laughs> with a fucking gray beard, he's looking all fucking fit. I'm like, man, that motherfucker. Damn, I gotta do some sit-ups in the morning. Like all of a sudden, like. But even worse is maybe he's like you. fucking seventy, and it's, you're like, oh, oh shit, worse. he's he's seventy. I thought he was forty. He looks it, better than me. But, but, and this thing is, it just it 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 changes your perception of what you can be. It just, yeah. It, I'm never a jealous person. I'm never going like, damn, I wish I'd been doing more sit-ups my entire life. But I can look at someone's life. I mean, look at someone else and go, see, it's not just me. Mm -hmm. It's not. I, these are the things that I desire. These, my desire to travel is not so foreign. Mm -hmm. Whereas, you know, you know, my mother to this day has not traveled internationally. Mm -hmm. I mean, she's been to Canada, but you know what I mean? You can trip that and fall. Count. And yeah, you can. We had her dad lived in Detroit. That's just Americans who like the cold. <laughs> exactly. So it's like, but, but the whole idea. Sorry, Canadian friends. That, <laughs> that it exists out there that access to that information that I can, mm -hmm. that I can find how I want to dress, how I want to mm -hmm. look, how I want to behave that I want to be of us, that I want to be 55 years old and fucking change my career. Mm -hmm. Like, because when you're the only person who's doing that, it seems so foreign. Yeah. When you're in this small circle yeah. of friends that you've only known because that's all. And by the way, that's all they've ever known. When I was thinking about our parents. Whereas when you're able to see that, 
these things are happening outside of your own circle, that's empowering. Yeah. You go, you know what? I don't have to be wearing, poly- I don't need to be wearing bow ties. I can throw on I some do feel shit. like it would be really cool to have somebody who's like 80 or 85 years old and, and, um, and chatting with them about this. I think that could what, be really what? interesting. Because I'd love about to what? hear, I'd love to hear what, not so much about like how they look. <laughs> I'm not talking about that. That like, yeah, you're 85. You look fucking 85. <laughs> I'm not talking about that. And when you were 45, you looked 85. I'm not talking about that. But I do think it could be interesting to hear what their expectations in life were. Mm. That might be a whole nother segment, quite frankly. What we what we started talking about well, was you know different kind of than where we ended up sort of but but i, but I the, think it's all tied is, together your mother is one of my favorite people on the planet as you know your mother is fascinating to me because we've often talked we had talked about it your mother was adaptable 100 percent. who she was throughout her life but especially yep. after you know your father passed like she yeah. i love what she said when i asked her why she never remarried she said because I, I married my husband right. it was just so absolute like yeah. no I married the guy I was supposed to marry. Right. And then she began, she continued to adapt. Yep. And so I love that idea. I, I think that can create a more enriching life whenever you're willing to adapt and just go, man, this is my reality now, but it mm-hmm. doesn't have to stay this way. Mm-hmm. How can I find a way to continue to change myself and evolve? And, and like I said, it's not in the vain way. I don't want right. to run around dressing like, 25-year-old Terrence, that motherfucker wore overalls and flannel. Hey, man, it was the 90s. <laughs> Timberlands. <laughs> worked at, worked at, I had multiple kinds of Timberlands. What That's are you talking funny. about? That's funny. <laughs> working that at American funny. Eagle with a discount? Oh, no, I was flannel down. That's funny. Um, but that's interesting that you say that, though, because I do wonder, like, what was the point in our life where we were kind of like, well, hang on a second. Hmm. I think, like... Like was you there said ever that, a conscious moment where we had to think about it? I'm asking. That's no, I think there might have been yeah, because okay. you just talked about you being 25 and wearing Timberlands and overalls and a flannel shirt. But there came a point where you were like, hang on a second. I, I want to be a bit more fly than this. Yes, right. And this. it felt more. It did in that moment felt feel probably I don't want to put words in your mouth. But in that moment, you know, did it feel a bit more modern? I got I got I got one for me. As I ramble, because I think we're coming to a close, but I got to tell you, I got. I, I, I think we need to come to a close. I think I know exactly when I recognize I need to adapt. There were. To th- adapt or to not adapt? To adapt. Okay. Um, when I when I first moved to LA, uh, I stayed at this hotel, <clears throat> short period, and I never get the first night. I go down, I go to the bar. Surprise, surprise! I go to the bar. I meet the bartender and his homegirl. And she goes, and I remember her name. I'm not going to use it just in case she has found us. But I never get, we're sitting there. He's talking and they're flirting. They're doing their thing. And they asked, you know, it was early. And they were like, what are you, you know, where are you from? I was like, oh, I just moved from New York. And I was like, oh, cool shit, you know. And so after about, they bought me a shot. We were joking. And one of them goes, the uh, girl goes, she goes, uh, why are you so dressed up? And I was like, like. What do you mean? Now, literally, I had on a suit, but not 
Yeah, it was a suit, but in New York, you wear a suit, and you and I didn't have on. A, and I and I was thinking, yo, I'm not fucking. I got on. A, I got my shirt. I'm actually gonna undo the second button to let them know I'm being casual tonight. The second <laughs> button to my shirt. Scandalous! Like, That's I, scandalous. I, I let, I let For those of you that, that don't know, show. Terrence. Oh my god, I didn't have a tie. I didn't even own any jeans. I never even. I didn't even own any jeans. And I'm. And she was like, "Why are you so dressed up?" And we were the three of us were laughing. I was like, "What?" Am I dressed up? Like she was like, yeah. She was from Boston. She's like, yo, nobody dresses like that out here. Like, wait, dude, you gotta take it down a notch. And that was one of those moments where you realize you need to adapt. I, I, in retrospect, I needed to adapt to my environment. Now I did eventually go out and get jeans. By the way, think about it. when you and I met. I did. I, I think I owned one pair of jeans. I own no fucking. But khakis. that's different than adapting to modern times. You were adapting to location, locale, but, but and, na- and culture. And so to and to that point, I didn't start wearing fucking flip flops and t shirts going into restaurants. I still don't be rocking flip flops. But I guess my point was that I was willing to adapt. I didn't go. No, fuck that. This is where I. So yeah, I see what you're I di- saying. I didn't. I didn't try to bulldoze my way through yeah, and go. Yeah. No, this is what I'm gonna be. I'm like, you know what? It did. It was funny in the moment, and it's funny now. But it was like, yeah, she's right. Like I need to fucking change <laughs> out my change out my shit. Like I got some Jack for sales. I put on, but just the willingness to adapt, as opposed to saying, no, this is how we do it where I'm from, and if you all aren't gonna do it that way, I'm leaving. Like my, my, so I guess I was just pointing it out as my willingness to adapt. Yeah. And I think you're right. We, we started talking about an age group, the generation before ours. How old those motherfuckers look. And how old they look. And perhaps a component of that is a lack, a lack of willingness to adapt to a more modern time. Um, And so, yeah, I, 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 I see where you were going with that, but it, it's really interesting. I would love to hear, cause I think our audience is our age. And so I'd love to hear like where you see the differences between your parents and yourself, quite frankly, in terms of this idea of adaptability, certainly, but also how you feel more modern, more, you feel younger. Or do you feel, or do you feel behind? Because I think about oh, my, my, my mom and dad bought a house really fucking young. It was like, yeah, yeah, would yeah. you put the down payment in high school? Like they were very young when they bought a house. They were in their 20s. And it was just like, so now people are getting back there. It was there. a sense of responsibility yeah, that, that took place at a younger age. So how do, do, are there ever times where you can look Maybe back at Maybe that's a key pa- contributor to age. What's responsibility. That? The amount of responsibility that you have. Possible. I don't. I see, I'm leaning towards adaptability. But let. All right, but let. But let us know. But let us know. Like, are you things about your parents, or what is it about aging that's different for us now versus what it was like for our parents? Yeah, I'd love to hear that. That could be really interesting. Absolutely. Yeah. This has been cool. We went a little longer today, but I think it was kind of fun. I hope you had a good time. I had fun. <laughs> you had two drinks. Uh, <laughs> That's true. Thanks, everyone. Thanks for joining me for Drinks with My Wife. That's me. <laughs> thanks for joining Drinks with My Wife. Please be sure to click the subscribe button and rate us on Apple Podcast and Spotify. 